a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Welcome back to the Fifth Seal, Episode 2. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness and prayer to our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Every year, I count down the top 50 countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List from January through October. Twice a month, I count down from 50 to number 31. Then throughout the month of October or November, which I dubbed to be Persecuted Church Awareness Month about 10 years ago, I count down from 30 to number 1. It is a countdown, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was episode 3, today is 2, tomorrow will be episode 1. After tomorrow, we'll take a break for the month of December and pick up again in January. So, uh, and tomorrow's country, number 1, is the worst country in the world for Christians to live in based upon the persecution that they endure because of their faith in Jesus Christ. So there's a little background for those of you who are new to the podcast. Again, thank you all very much for sharing, inviting. We've Every day this month we've had uh, new members, subscribers at the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, new members at the Fifth Seal Facebook page. That's all because of you guys who share and like and subscribe and do all that stuff, invite people to join. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, and again, I, I can only just say that I'm, I'm sure that our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith appreciate your prayers and inviting people to come and join and pray for them as well. So all that being said, it is Monday, November 29th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. On November 16th, Gaju Kawasi a Christian from India's Chhattisgarh state, was beaten unconscious after he refused to recant his faith before a village gathering. As a result of the attack, Kawasi was hospitalized for several days, unable to speak. On November 16th, Kawasi was summoned to a gathering in Katanar village, according to local reports. The village had summoned Kawasi to the gathering to confront him over his Christian faith. At the gathering, Kawasi was told that the Hindu gods of the village were upset because he was worshipping Jesus. The village had then demanded that Kawasi stop worshipping Jesus and convert to Hinduism. When Kawasi refused, he was attacked by the mob led by Ganesh Nag, the head of the local Hindu temple. The mob, according to, uh, the mob reportedly beat Kawasi mercilessly, kicking him while he was on the ground. According to Kawasi's wife, Blood was flowing from her husband's nose and mouth as he was beaten unconscious. After the attack, Kwasi's wife dragged her unconscious husband to their home where they were forced to spend the night. Throughout the night, Kwasi remained unconscious and in need of medical attention. The next day, November 17th, Pastor Judal Kashyap traveled to Katanar and rushed Kwasi to a hospital in Jagdalpur. Those attending, those attending Kwasi reported he was in critical condition. He was also unable to speak for several days following the assault. Pastor Kashyap went to the local police station to report the attack. 
the attack. However, police refused to take the complaint and accused Pastor Kashyap of being reason for communal tensions in Katnar. Across India, attacks on Christians and their places of worship have continued to be reported in greater number and severity. In Chhattisgarh, rallies by radical Hindu nationalist groups like the Bajrang Dal and the Vishwa Hindu Parishad have increased anti-Christian sentiments in recent months. Many Christians in Chhattisgarh fear that the recent spike in attacks will continue into the Christmas season and the new year. So, again, we've had a whole lot of these over the month. Usually in, a, in Persecuted Church Awareness Month, in the month of November, one or two stories about things that are happening in India. In this last month, we've had at least seven to eight uh violent attacks like this where people look at hinduism and they don't recognize a a violent religion most people if you ask them about hindus they're very peaceful they just do yoga they chant and and so on they don't recognize but that the fundamentalist portion of this faith is very violent just as violent as islam as violent as buddhism as any other false religion that is antithetical to christianity they become very violent. Again, I said it the other day, Hinduism is a, a religion that recognizes 30 million gods except for Christ. And that's, that's the, the, what Christians deal with on a daily basis in the country of India. So uh, pray for our brother. Uh, let me read his name again so I don't get it wrong. Kaju Kawasi and his wife, uh, pray that God will bring healing to him. Pray that their faith will remain strong. And uh, just pray for all of our brothers and sisters in India. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, number two, which is Afghanistan. So some facts about Afghanistan. Region is Central Asia. Persecution type is clan oppression. The main religion is Islam. Persecution level is extreme. The population of... Afghanistan is 38,055,000, of which only a small number uh, are, are Christians, less than, probably less than a thousand, according to an open doors estimate. The, president, the government is a presidential Islamic republic, and the leader is President Ashraf Ghani. So what does persecution look like in Afghanistan. What is life like for Christians there? It is impossible to live openly as a Christian in Afghanistan. Leaving Islam is considered shameful, and Christian converts face dire consequences if their new faith is discovered. Either they have to flee the country, or they will be killed. If a Christian's family discovers that they have converted, their family, clan, or tribe has to save its honor by disowning the believer or even killing them. Christians from a Muslim background can be sanctioned in a psychiatric hospital because leaving Islam is considered a sign of insanity. Afghanistan remains the second highest country on the world watch list in persecution and is only very slightly less oppressive than North Korea. The Islamic State group and the Taliban continue to have strong, violent presence in Afghanistan, with the Taliban controlling large regions. All Christians in Afghanistan are extremely vulnerable to persecution Areas controlled by the Taliban are particularly oppressive, but there is no safe way to express any form of Christian faith in the country. Ways that we can pray for Afghanistan. Pray for protection for the small percentage 
the small percentage of Afghani believers. Pray that God would make seeing eyes blind and that anyone who might be looking for secret Afghan Christians would not discover them. Pray that despite their isolation, Afghan believers would be strengthened and encouraged in their faith. Pray they would find safe ways to access the word of God and communicate with other believers. Pray that God would be at work in the hearts of Islamic extremists, such as members of the Taliban and Islamic State, that they would come to know the love of Jesus and that he would turn their lives around. Let's pray. Father, thank you again uh, for this time, for this whole month that we've had to come together to uh, lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. I thank you that you have provided for us through, through the technology these social media platforms where we can come together across these vast distances. People in other countries on other continents are joining their voices with us. And we're even coming up, uh, together across the span of time as people will download these podcasts later, watch these videos later, and still join their voices with us as we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we lift up uh, Gaju Kawasi and his wife. Lord, we pray that you would... Uh, bring healing to him, that you would heal his body after this this brutal attack, that you would maintain their their uh, their faith and their strength in, in their faith in you, Lord, that they would continue to worship, that this would not be something that would cause them to, to struggle or uh, stumble in their faith. Lord, we pray for uh, Pastor Jugal Kashap uh, as well, that as he is ministering to to this couple and the people in the area that you would protect him as now he has become a target uh being told that he is the the cause of the the tensions within the village there lord we pray that you protect him and that again that there would be a bold witness of your gospel in in this area that uh Believers would stand firm and proclaim the gospel, calling others to repentance, and that they would see that. And because of that witness, that even those who are, were part of this brutal attack would repent and put their faith in you, seeing the willingness to stand firm in their faith, because even in the midst of oppression, Lord, and persecution. Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. We do pray that this small percentage of believers that are there would be protected that those who are searching them out would not find them. Those who would seek to do them harm would be, uh, their plans would be confounded by you, Lord. And that you would strengthen the faith of the small group of believers that are there, Lord, that they would be emboldened, uh, that there, there would be a proclamation of the gospel, even in the midst of persecution, even under the threat of death or imprisonment, that your gospel would be proclaimed and that that would draw others to belief in yourself. We pray that you would help those who are isolated to find ways to uh, fellowship with other believers, that they would find ways to access your word, that they could grow in their faith, that you would raise up leaders in the area to disciple these believers, to help them mature in their faith, help them grow in their knowledge of your word and of your gospel. And God, we do pray that you would be in the hearts at work and, and through these believers to change the hearts, to regenerate those who are uh, the, those who would persecute them, that those who are still followers of Islam, that they would hear your gospel, that they would recognize their need for a savior, that they would repent and turn to you in faith, Lord. And uh, 
We pray that in all of this that you would be glorified because it is for your glory and in your name that we pray these things, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys again uh, for joining me to, to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. We got one more day tomorrow. Um, of course, we'll be talking about North Korea, who has been on the top of the Open Doors uh, World Watch list for years. And so, again, we'll be we'll be looking at that, praying for our brothers and sisters in North Korea. And uh, one more day less than 15 minutes to join us to pray for our brothers and sisters there and around the world. Invite them to join the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Come to the uh, Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification button, get all this content that is released over there. And uh, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Till tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.